the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Five, his mother said to the servants, whatever he says to you, do it. And now there were set there six water pots of stone, according to the manner of purification of the Jews, containing 20 or 30 gallons apiece. Jesus said to them, fill the water pots with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And then he said to them, draw out some now and take it to the master of the feast. And when they took it, and of course that's what they did, they took it. And when the master of the feast had tasted the water that it was made wine, they did not know where it came from. But the servants who had drawn the water knew the master of the feast called the bridegroom and he said to him, Every man at the beginning sets out to the good wine, and when the guests have well drunk, then the inferior. Now you have kept the good wine until now. This beginning of the beginning of signs that Jesus did in Cana of Galilee and manifested his glory, and his disciples believed in him. And, of course, then uh, other things happened after this. But what really stands out in this text today, I believe, is the miracle of Jesus turning water into wine. Now, the interesting part of this is, is the water pots. And I, I want to just kind of draw this out a little bit where it says in verse number six that there were six water pots of stone. And, of course, back in those days, we're probably talking about a wedding here, that this wasn't a rich man's wedding or a rich uh, bride's wedding. Uh, this was probably just the common, ordinary folks of that day. The water pots over there, and I've been there and seen water pots that they've used that hold 25 to 30 gallons of water, were very heavy, very bulky, sometimes very uh, crudely hewn uh, to contain water. And so when they used those water pots, it would be many times for a ceremonial cleansing that took place in a religious type of sense, much like the baptism of John when they baptized the ceremonial cleansing, and they would use these water pots in that fashion. But they used them on this particular day in the command that Jesus gave to bring those six water pots out there and you're figuring here, you know, 125 gallons or 150 gallons of water uh, of, of what Jesus would do here is turn that into wine. And so when he took those, uh, uh, he gave that command to send them out, he got the water pots. Now, uh, then the next part comes in about filling those water pots. But I want to kind of make an illustration here about how this affects you and I today. Much like those empty water pots that's like people on the earth today. As a matter of fact, when uh, he went and got those six water pots of stone, they were empty. They didn't have anything in them. And ultimately, they're going to fill them with water, and Jesus is going to perform the miracle of changing that water into the best wine. Now, the water pots, I believe here, are nothing more than a type of empty lives in this world. People out here are wandering all around, and I've been there and done that, without God, without his word, without the Holy Spirit, are like empty water pots. 
You look around you today and see how many people are in despair and wondering what's going to happen, wringing their hands in worry and despair, not having any hope of a future. That's like the water pots, my friend. That's how a lot of people live today. They live like those empty water pots without God. And so when we think about the the stony heart and we think about the the empty water pot, we're thinking of things that people are are just existing today and not really living. Uh, I watch the news sometimes. I don't watch a lot of it because it's so uh, depressing and drags you down. But many times when I watch things, I see a whole lot of negative and I see a whole lot of despair and people that are angry and hateful and and, uh, people without any joy whatsoever. That's like this empty water pot, my friend. And what the world needs today is Jesus. They don't need another new program, and they don't need another uh, bunch of money thrown at something. They need the Lord Jesus Christ in their life to fill that emptiness. And so when he brought out those water pots, the next thing we find here in verse number 7 is the command that he gives to fill the water pots. Now Jesus says to them, Fill the water pots with water. Notice he said, fill them up with water. And they filled them up to the brim. Now, I believe, and of course, I believe the scripture tells us that that filling of the water that goes into an empty water pot is almost a type of the word of God and the Holy Spirit of God coming into a person. As a matter of fact, I think it's the word of God that is poured into a person's life, first of all, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So when we are saved, the water is poured into us. As a matter of fact, even as a believer today, just like you're listening to this broadcast, we're trying to pour the water of the word into your life so that you can take that and share that with others. And we'll get to that part of the the transformation and how that we are ladled out of this water pot. God's, you know, we're taking the word out. We're taking things out through the living water of God's word and sharing it with a lost and a dying world. Uh, As I look at this uh, filling of the water pot, I think about how many people's lives need to be filled with the Word of God and spiritually transformed by the Spirit of God to produce fruit that is glorifying to God. And so as I look at this, I'm reminded also in this text about uh, the need that was there. When Jesus arrived at this wedding with his disciples, uh, there was a problem. They'd ran out of wine. And there was a need there that Jesus' mother says, uh, Jesus, they have no wine. Now, I honestly believe that, of course, Mary, knowing who the Son of God was and she was the virgin who brought him into the world, also realized that he was a miracle performer. Now, even though this is the first miracle that is recorded, I believe she knew that he was God in the flesh and could do anything. And sometimes we think, well, what is the deal here? You know, Maybe it's a little insignificant to the crowd that he would do this particular miracle. I want you to know God is doing miracles every day in our lives. Sometimes we recognize them. A lot of times we don't. Sometimes we just grow complacent or maybe we just don't even recognize and we give credit to, you know, mother nature over things. And, you know, man did this and man did that. And I know God uses people and he uses the elements of the world to do certain things. But this is the first miracle. And I believe that Mary had all the confidence in the world that Jesus could solve this problem. Can he solve your problems today, my friend? You better believe he can. 
That's why we turn to the Lord many times and says and say to him, Lord, I have no money. Lord, I have no health. Lord, I have no this, no that, no whatever. But you know the greatest miracle of all is, and that's when Jesus transforms the life through the new birth. And I believe this all leads into what we're talking about here. Well, after, you know, all that took place, Jesus makes a comment. Now, I want to say something about this comment that Mary made. Jesus said to the woman, woman, uh, what what does your concern have to do with me? Oh, he says, my hour has not yet come. Now, his hour was the the resurrection, actually, of coming out of that tomb and proving once and for all that he is God. Well, this was going to prove that he's God also, that he would turn water into wine because it was humanly impossible, but with God, all things are possible. So when all of that was said and done, the mother says to the servants, whatever he says to you, do it. I can't think of a better piece of advice a mother could give to their children. Whatever God says to you, do it. And dear friend, you're listening to this broadcast today. If God's speaking to your heart about something, just do it. Get out there and do it. And whatever he commands you, do it. And I like that statement there. It just kind of thrills my soul that uh, that she would say those things. And, of course, uh, it goes on to talk about the six water pots. Now, in verse number 7, when he talked about filling the water pots with water, uh, it's very interesting that the water that is represented here in that text of Scripture is literal water. Okay? They put the water in the pots because they were going to drink out of those water pots. So when all of that took place, you know, we understand the literal aspect of it. But think of this spiritually, dear friend, because we are like empty water pots, cold, stony hearts and so on. But when God pours his word and his spirit into our hearts, things begin to happen. And this is where the spiritual transformation takes place. I love this next part because in verse 8, 9, and 11, I'm going to read this out to you. It says here, and he said to them, draw some out now. Draw some what? Draw some water out and take it to the master of the feast. And they took it. When the master of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine and did not know where it came from, but the servants who had drawn the water knew, this was the beginning of signs Jesus did in Cana of Galilee and manifested his glory and his disciples believed in him. What was the purpose of all this? Well, yeah, I took care of a need at a wedding, and uh, it was the best wine. Even the, the master who drew the wine out said, boy, you saved the best for last here, in essence. Doesn't God always do that? I mean, it's exciting to see those things. And I look at this, and I'm thinking to myself, Jesus Christ can produce something in your life that only he can do if you let him. And I see this producing of spiritual fruit. I see this ladling out, drawing out the water as giving out things that God has done in our life to share that with a world that is lost and without Christ. Friend, whenever we share the word of God, what we're doing is taking the ladle, we're dipping it in the water, and we're pouring it out so the world can, can know the truth that Jesus saves. I can think of that in my own personal life. 
You know, I walked around for many years in my life like that empty water pot. I was trying everything I could do to fill the void that was in that that emptiness. I, I did that through materialism. I did that through pleasure. I did that through every way I could figure out to try to fill that emptiness. And nothing, I'm telling you, nothing in this world could fill the emptiness until Jesus Christ came into my life and became my personal Lord and Savior. That's the way it is, friend. Nothing's going to fill the need of this world and uh, people's lives. Only God can do that through the new birth. And so when I see this uh, next part here, that the life with the water was changed to wine, I'm thinking to myself, this is exactly what God does for a lost sinner who comes to him and confesses that he is Lord and Savior. So what, what do we have here? We have this miracle. And I love what verse 11 says. This uh, beginning of signs Jesus did in Cana of Galilee. That was the first one of many that we'll find through the book of John. And it manifested his glory. In other words, it put his glory on display. It showed that he is God in the flesh. And the best part here was his disciples believed in him. Does it take a miracle for you to believe in the Lord? Are you looking for something out there that, oh, God, if you just do this, I'll believe in you and so on and so forth? All you have to do is open your eyes and see the transformed life of a Christian that's come from death unto life, and you will see the signs of his glory. I'm convinced today I don't need uh, the, you know, the, the ocean to, to divide and I don't need for the sun to stand still. Matter of fact, that uh, sun is already standing still. It's the earth that quits rotating. But I, I think about this in this sense, that God is showing us every single day of our lives. He's showing the world that he's real. He shows the world through a sunset that he's real. He shows the world through his creation that he's real. And even Romans chapter 1 tells us even the creation speaks the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. We don't have to look far for a miracle. We don't have to look far for the manifestation of his glory. And to the people out here in this world that are sitting around thinking, well, if there's really a God, why don't he show us who he is? I have a personal testimony on that. And I remember going out to Island Park here in Sarasota, Florida, and on a late night one night, I sat on a rock. I looked out over the bay, and I looked into the sky at the beautiful moon and stars, and I said to myself, and I, here's my comment I made back then, God, just show me who you are, and I'll believe in you. You realize this, friend? I was looking at God as who he was, as the creator of the universe. I was looking at the stars. I was looking at the moon. I was looking at the beautiful water and that evening, and I'll tell you, I realized later on God was showing me who he was, and I was without excuse. And friend, that's for us today. That's for you today. As we look at this miracle at Cana, has, has that happened to your life? Oh, we're going to talk more about this in our next segment as we look into these things. I want to take a kind of a, a break right here, and we're going to pick up this uh, beautiful subject in our next half hour. But right now, we want to tell you what's happening at Colonial Oaks Baptist Church right here in Sarasota, Florida. So I'm going to turn our announcement time over here to our co-host, Lindy Rosenbaum. Lindy, take it away. And Thank you, Pastor. Yes, first, let me ask you, radio listeners, why don't you take a quick moment and grab yourself a pen and a little piece of paper. You might want to jot down a few of these uh, notes. 
Uh, okay, I'm going to start with our weekly schedule at Colonial Oaks. On Sunday mornings, we have Sunday school classes for all age groups, even infant care. That starts at 9.30 in the morning. And then we have adult worship service and children's church, both starting at 10.30 in the morning on Sunday. Now, skip over to Tuesday night is our youth group. That's grades 6 through 12, beginning at 6 o'clock, going till 7.30. Please, youth, invite your friends. Now, Wednesday night, we have several items. Uh, We have rehearsal for our handbell choir. That starts at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And if you like to ring bells, please come join us. You are welcome to do so. And Pastor Gary's prayer meeting and Bible study begins at 6 o'clock on Wednesdays. And uh, at 6.15, our Kids Connection starts. Now, that's grades kindergarten through 5 through 5th grade. At 7.30 is our rehearsal for our Celebration Vocal Choir. And friend, if you like to sing, we welcome you to come sing with our choir. Rehearsal, 7.30 on Wednesdays. Now, on Thursday evenings is adult basketball in the gymnasium. That's Thursdays from 6 to 8 p.m. And please invite those friends of yours. Now, where in the world is Colonial Oaks Baptist Church? Well, our building is located at 6901 B Ridge Road here in Sarasota. That's about a mile east of I-75 at the B Ridge exit. Phone number for our church office is 941-377-2737. Again, that's 941-377-2737. Our website, mycobc.com. Now, please check out our website for information about all the very special events throughout the entire year. Now, Faith Answers is a radio outreach ministry of Colonial Oaks Baptist Church. And the reason we're here is because you have questions and God has answers. Now, are you in the Sarasota area looking for a solid Bible-believing church? Oh, we invite you to worship with us tomorrow morning. Come check it out. If you come, please do come up and let us know you're here. We love to meet our listeners. Now, we have a very special event coming up very soon for the ladies. Listen up, ladies. A very special day on October the 20th. Excuse me. Come gather at the well where you will meet some well-known women from the Bible. You know, back then, women from the village would go to the well every day. Yep, they draw water for their families. But equally important, they went there to talk and get to know one another. Now, you probably know many of these women from the Bible. But on this particular Sunday, Saturday in October the 20th, you'll meet them in person at the well. Please come hear what they have to say, ladies. Saturday, October 20, from 8 o'clock in the morning. Yep, 8 o'clock, get up, to 1 o'clock in the afternoon. But... It includes breakfast and lunch and door prizes for $7 per person. Please invite your friends. Contact our church office for reservations, 941-377-2737. Now, Faith Answers Radio. You are listening to Faith Answers Radio online at letstalkfaith.com from Salem Media Group. That's Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. Remember, Faith answers it broadcast because you have questions and God has answers. Tune in every Saturday at 12 noon and Sundays at 6 o'clock 
a.m. and 11 o'clock a.m. Please contact us directly at the radio studio if you like. We love to hear from you. You can ask us your Bible questions. And, oh, do request prayer. We love to pray for you, and we do get some prayer requests. Uh, I'm going to give you the phone number in just a moment for the studio directly. Uh, When you do call in for prayer, we can keep it as, as anonymous as you like, but we do pass it on to our entire church prayer team, so you are well covered in prayer power. Now, you can call or text your questions or prayer needs to radio station 941-952-8797. Again, that's 941-952-8797. Or email Pastor Gary, cobc at comcast.net. 941-952-8797. Back to you, Pastor. Oh, thank you, Lindy. And listen, we love it when you come by and visit with us. We've had folks to attend here and uh, stop by and just check out what's happening at Colonial Oaks Baptist Church. And let me remind you, if you do that, please let us know. It's always a joy to uh, have a listener uh, to this broadcast stop in and say hello. Uh, We even have uh, um, people, uh, men and women who work at the Sheriff's Department, uh, listen to this while they're on duty. And my hat goes off to all of our law enforcement people. And, of course, we did a first responders Sunday here not too long ago. And we're just excited when you're coming here. And please, again, just check in and say, hey, you know, I heard you on the radio, and that's why we're here. We'd be glad to just uh, let uh, just let us know that. And we're going to stick around here for a little bit. Uh, we're going to break at the bottom of the hour. But I have a question for you. Does God still do miracles today? We're going to talk about this miracle at Cana and miracles in your life. So, dear friend, take a break. Don't go away because we're going to be right back. You're listening to Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy, pastor of Colonial Oaks Baptist Church in Sarasota. To learn more, call 941-377-2737. We'll be back with more Faith Answers in a moment on Faith Talk 570 and 910. How would you like to win a trip for two to Israel with Pastor Robert Jeffress from Pathway to Victory? A trip to the Holy Land will make the words of the Bible come alive for you and transform how you study God's Word. You will create memories that will last a lifetime. And I promise you will encounter the Lord in a way you've never experienced before. Just log on to our station website and you could win the experience of a lifetime with Pastor Jeffress. As a bonus, when you log on, you'll also receive a free copy of the Elijah map from Pastor Jeffress that shows the incredible Holy Land journeys of the prophet Elijah and the significance of the major milestones in his life. We're using the prophet's life to uncover seven secrets for living a successful and significant life. So log on today and you may be following in Elijah's footsteps soon. Enter to win a free trip to Israel with Dr. Robert Jeffress at letstalkfaith.com. When fighting for what you believe in, there can be consequences. Dad, something happened. But sometimes, it takes a fall to know where you stand. I don't care if you're an MMA fighter. You're my son, Benjamin. You are my son, and I love you. I love you too, Dad. The Favorite. Rated PG-13. 
sold over in local theaters. For locations and times, go to thefavoritemovie.com. Sometimes choosing between two politicians feels like choosing the lesser of two evils. Well, this year, you're on the ballot because Amendment 3 is on the ballot. Amendment 3 puts voters in charge of casino gambling in Florida. Not politicians, not lobbyists, you. Amendment 3 is different from most amendments. It wasn't put there by politicians or lobbyists. Amendment 3 was put there by voters for voters. A million Floridians. Like me. And me. Sign petitions to put Amendment 3 on the ballot. To do just one thing. Give the people. Not the politicians. The final say on casino gambling. The ballot's complicated, but Amendment 3 is simple. Vote yes to put voters in charge. Vote yes on three for you and me. Paid political advertisement paid for by voters in charge. P.O. Box 1991, Orlando, Florida, 32802. Saturday afternoons at 4.30. Join Pastor John Couch for This Day in the Word. He says, if you really want to run hard after me, lay everything on your altar and put your Isaac on the altar and back away and say, God, this is your deal. This is for your praise and your glory, man. I'm all about you. I'm in. This Day in the Word with Pastor John Couch. Saturday afternoons at 4.30 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Faith Talk 570 FM 102.1. As we feature some of the ministries that make up the Faith Talk family. Sundays at noon, it's Pastor Gary Roy with Faith Answers. Let's continue the program now. Welcome back to Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy on Faith Talk 570 and 910. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Here's your host, Pastor Gary Roy. Does God perform miracles in our day today? Oh, welcome back to Faith Answers. I'm Pastor Gary Roy from Colonial Oaks Baptist Church, along with my co-host, Lindy Rosenbaum. And we're going to be talking about this miracle at Cana that we left off with in our first half about Jesus turning water into wine. You know, I asked that question, does God do miracles today in our time? And I believe the answer is truly yes. But why does he do those miracles? What is the purpose of God doing miraculous things in our presence, in our lives? There is a reason for all this, and there's an explanation in Scripture, and we're going to be talking about that as we move along through this study today. Well, we're glad you stuck around. Stay tuned because um, this is a great subject today in John chapter 2 that we want to continue to investigate and spread the good word about, and we're going to be talking about the water pots, uh, those empty vessels out there, and uh, then we're going to talk about the water that goes into those water pots when it concerns God's Word, God's Holy Spirit, and that transformation of what comes out of our lives when God is in our life. And this is so important because we actually give out the things of the Lord to the world out here that needs Christ, and the Lord is using you and I as that water pot, as that vessel that brings glory and honor and praise to the Lord Jesus Christ. So there's a lot of personal contact here that we have about this miracle. And it's not just something that, you know, came along and, oh, okay, well, we've got, uh, we're out of wine, so uh, Jesus create wine so we can finish the feast. 
Oh, there was a greater purpose in this, and that was to manifest the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ, the glory of God. And so this is going to be a great uh, topic of discussion today, and uh, hopefully that you are listening today. You might take some notes. You might listen into this. You have questions. You know what the old saying is, you have questions, and God has answers, and the answers are always found in the Word of God. Never fear, friend. You can always get God's perspective on things in life. And I believe that that's the case when we go directly to the Word of God. So uh, let me just uh, begin with this, too. If you do have a question while we're on this broadcast, you can uh, contact us at 941-952-8797. Text us a question. Uh, Contact us there. All right, Lindy, we're going to be talking about this miracle at Cana. Wow, what a tremendous text of Scripture here today about the very first miracle that Jesus performed and what an impact this had on those people at that time. Fantastic study today. Oh, it most certainly is, Pastor. I had some insights as I was studying this it was really where we're, uh, chapter two of John between verses one and 11. There's so much in there. You oh. think, well, it's just a few verses, but wow. He talks about this, this special, um, miracle, the very first one he did. And I, I don't know. I have a few thoughts, um, about this and may I, may I share oh, now I, or you want me to? No, wait? absolutely. I thought this oh. would be a good time. Okay, great. Well, first of all, John two, nine, talks about uh it actually says in word for word the man in charge tasted the water and it had now turned into wine imagine that but he did not know where it had come from but the servants who had drawn the water they knew now the bible tells us that the wind blows and you do not know where it comes from that's what jesus says the man in charge as we just read he tasted the wine he had no clue where it came from he was grateful that it was there didn't know where it came from and the bible also says jesus asked peter but who do you say that i am and peter says you are the christ the son of the living god you know in the natural the servants they knew they witnessed and what makes the difference well the holy spirit also reveals Christ, okay? Peter was too close and personal with Jesus to know, uh, excuse me, to not know, but still Jesus said, the Holy Spirit revealed this to you, Peter. Now, see, the Holy Spirit is absolutely and always part of this. You know, we can ignore the Holy Spirit to our peril. Um, Today, we are told is the day of salvation. And when he prompts our heart, we should turn to him with our outstretched arms. You know, it's Mm. so true when you get those little urgings. You know, I think that these servants, Pastor, I think that even if they had to keep up that stoic appearance, oh, I'm the servant, I'm on the job, even if they do that until the wedding was over, as soon as they were off duty, I bet you they ran home to their villages and proclaimed the Christ, the Son of the living God. Can you imagine not yes. telling somebody, you know, the <laughs> thing was empty and we filled it up with all these gallons and then and then we dipped it in, like you said, and then when they poured, it was wine. Okay, I mean, come on, how could they not be talking about that, That's right? right? That's right. And why do you suppose that Jesus utilized these servants to perform his very first miracle? You know, he could have done it without anyone 
um, without anyone at all knowing. But Jesus makes no miracles secret. True. The very you mentioned this a moment ago. The very reason he does miracles and has done them all through the Bible and even to this day. But he does it to proclaim who he is. He does it to reveal himself as God. He doesn't even do it to appease us or to please us. He proves himself over and over. Now he could have filled. Think about this. Jesus found out, you know, his mom says there's no more wine. He could have just filled the wine containers full of this great wine, and everybody would have had wine, and and uh, only Mary and Jesus would have known what really happened. However, the man in charge wouldn't have known where it came from. And, um, you know, Mary was filled with the Holy Spirit. And again, let's bring up the Holy Spirit. Be quick to... Act when the Holy Spirit makes his promptings. You know, be obedient to the Amen. Holy Spirit. Um, if the servants had not, oh, this this blows me away. Think about this. If the servants had not obeyed Jesus' mother's command, I mean, think about it. After all, this woman is just a guest. She's not the one in charge. But if they had just blown her off, this miracle would not have happened. And the wedding celebration would have been ended with no wine. It would be no different than any other wedding, you know, with a glitch in the menu, right? Um, but to nature, to, um, oh, gosh, there's so much to say here. But, yeah, I, I have some more, but let me let you have a chance no, here. No, I'm going on No, and on. This, this is excellent, what you're bringing up, because... Uh, the, the manifestation of Jesus being God in the flesh. Yes. Okay. Even Jesus said later on in our studies, if you don't believe me for the words I speak, mm-hmm. believe me for the very works that I do. Amen. And when all of this came about, and you're right, I mean, he could have done this secretly. He could have done whatever, right. the, any, any way he wanted to. But it became something that was visual And I believe this is today. Oh, folks, you know what? God's doing so many miraculous things around us today. And I think we get so accustomed to, you know, things happening that we just pass it off as being nature or some other thing. And then there are people who want to use uh, a Jesus like a miracle elixir. You know, oh, I'll just call on Jesus' name for anything I need. But in what we're what we're saying here is if God does a miracle in my life or your life, he, there's a reason for that. He wants to manifest himself as God. And if we don't give glory to God for these miracles, then we're missing the whole point. Oh, yes. And we're, 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 we're not recognizing Jesus for who he truly is. That's right. And we know in our own hearts whether it was something that we could conjure up in ourselves or not. And and when we're honest with ourselves, it's pretty clear that it was Jesus that, that did it. That is the truth. Yes, it is. Yep. You know, just like the world you're talking about, this guy back at the wedding, the man in charge, you know what he did? He gives full credit for this amazing surprise supply of of the best wine ever. He he gives all that credit to the bridegroom. Oh, bridegroom, how amazing you are that you provided this. You know what? The bridegroom had nothing to do with it. Nothing at all. Just like the world. This guy attributed God's glorious manifestations to, to nature, to chance, to evolution, psychic phenomena, human beings, etc. Isn't that what we do? Yes. You know, the fool says in his heart, there is no God. Do not be fooled. God is not mocked. He uses the base things of this world to confound the wise. You know, pastor, there's God's way and there's 
the bad way. Right. And there's no other way. That's right. That's yeah. right. And Jesus is the way. He's the way. The truth and the life. I I love this uh, part of it here because what we're what we're really zeroing in on here is the miracle. Yes. Now, some people say, "Well, I don't see miracles. I don't. I, you know, I don't, I've never seen a miracle of God." Well, dear friend, every time you see a person come to confess Jesus Christ as their Savior and is born again, you are seeing the greatest miracle of all. As a matter of fact, that's the description that is found in the water pots, in the water, and in the spiritual transformation of the water turning to wine. I I know in my own life, I can give all the glory to God for what he's done for me and how he transformed my life. I started off our broadcast uh, in our first hour. Uh, It says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things pass away. Behold, all things become new. And you realize today when Christ comes into your life, you are a new creation. You've passed from death unto life. I can't think of a greater miracle than someone coming to Christ and being born again. That is the greatest miracle that's before our eyes all the time when people get saved. Oh, it is. And so sometimes people just pass that off and say, well, I guess they got religious or they now they've joined the church and uh, they're going to be a a holy roller or whatever. You know, I've heard all of that. I've had people say that to me when when I got saved. And I remember one time a man told me, he said, oh, so you got Jesus in your life now, huh? Well, how long is that fad going to last? Well, (laughs) I got news for you. It's been going on over 43 years now since I've been saved, and God just keeps becoming bigger and more powerful and more wonderful in my life the older I get. Absolutely. So this is not some fad. It's not some passing thing. It is a transformation. Now God is telling me to take the ladle and dip that water out and that's going to be turned into wine so i can give it out to others that's good it's not from mine to keep right and those water pots we're not going to stay there and just be full and everybody go by and go oh isn't that wonderful we have full water pots here right. no he wanted to dip that out and serve it if he didn't have uh didn't want to use us in that very way you're talking about he would have just taken us away as soon as we got saved sure he, he left us here for his purposes exactly yeah. and that's why we're to be dipping the water out here Oh, yes. Okay. You know, further on um, in this these scriptures, verses, it tells us that his disciples, Jesus' disciples, his students, right? Yes. The Talmudim, I can't remember the Hebrew word, but anyway, they came to trust him. And remember that they had only known him at this point in time for a couple, like three days, because it was Tuesday now, and they'd only started with him three days ago. So there's this new relationship that had just started, and they were fascinated. They'd seen so much, and now they watched while the servants had the inside scoop. They were the ones that, you know, actually did it. Yes. But the the students, the followers, his new followers, they were more than likely glued to every word that Jesus uh, said, and they probably witnessed this interesting exchange between Jesus and his mother, right? Yes. 
And then, and I'm just imagining, Pastor, that they probably watch those servants to see if they really do what Jesus told them to do. So they watched it happen. They tasted the wine. So they even believed more. And it's all these incidents that this very first miracle just launched this whole belief. Yeah. Some doubted, but others believed. Hey, I, I got a point on this. Yeah. And I think this is important for everybody listening today. You know, when you first heard about Jesus and you were introduced to the Lord, it was a brand new horizon and it was a fresh feeling and all of this. But think about your life in the Lord since that time. I can go back to my date when I can say, okay, well, I, I professed Christ as my Savior. But what's happened since then? I've grown in deeper belief and deeper faith over the years than I did when I first started out. As a matter of fact, when I when I first confessed Christ and began to follow Christ, uh, my faith was very shallow, very weak. Uh, I would have times when I'd say, oh, Lord, uh, I hope you can handle this one. But, you know, since time has gone on and how many times God has proven himself to me, and this is, this is the miracle thing. The miracles just prove that God is real. Why should I doubt him? When I've seen these things with my own eyes and and embraced them with my life, so now as a believer, it's like, okay, you know what? I have no problem believing. That's building your faith, and you can only achieve that or see that by living for the Lord. Mm -hmm. You've got to put your life into this and watch God work. You got to be there with Him, and if you're if you're just part time thing, and you know, with your faith. You're never going to experience all this. But these disciples, and I've, I just read this, his disciples believed in yeah. him. Yeah. They were already disciples. That's right. But their belief began to get rooted right. deeper and deeper. They were following him. That's Absolutely. the disciple. That, that, that's a yeah. student. That's a follower. But now they're starting to get, whoa, this guy's God. Yeah. You know? Well, okay. So, yeah, what well, you're just talking about, these miracles. Um, we need miracles, Pastor. Oh, yes, we do. Uh, our faith. Let me just propose this. Our faith is based on true miracles from God. And I heard someone say this the other day, and I believe it's true. It was on the radio. I don't remember who it was. That our faith, a lot of people think that our faith, some people think it's the cross. Some people think it's the empty tomb. Well, those are two separate things. The empty Mm -hmm. tomb, I believe, is way closer to the truth. This guy said, and I believe this. He said, it's not the empty tomb upon which our faith is based. There are many reasons why the tomb could have become empty. What it is, our faith is based on the resurrection of Jesus Christ with over 500 witnesses that witnessed this miraculous event over the course of 40 days. If we didn't have those witnesses, then how could we believe honestly? That's true. And that's what got passed down. And so our faith is based on fact. That's true. That's right. And where do we find the facts? In the Word of God. That's right. In just a moment, uh, listeners, Lindy's going to explain to you something here about eternal life and and what it means to be saved. But I just want to say this before Lindy shares this. Uh, You know, what we're talking about here today, in the light of the fact that the disciples believed in him through this miracle, okay, they were already his disciples. You know, you're sitting there today, and I can't emphasize enough of the study of the Word of God, internalizing the Holy Word of God, because the more you get acquainted with the truth, 
the more you begin to see God working all around you and you join up with him in his work and his glory and, and all of these things, then you your doubts begin to get less and less and your faith begins to grow deeper and deeper based on the truth of the word of God. Amen. And this brings me to a place, and Lindy, I want you to share with our listeners about this faith aspect yes. of our life and where are you going to spend eternity? So, Lindy, take that and share that with our Oh, thank you, Pastor. You know I'd love to. Oh, dear radio friend, let us do take a moment here and and talk about eternal life. You know, many Christians tend to think of eternity as a future event, something that starts after we die. But you know what? Jesus never talked about eternity as an after-death event. No, eternal, eternal life is not so much about getting into heaven, but to quote John Ortberg, it's more about getting heaven into us. You know, in John 17, 3, Jesus explains that. Now, this is, here's the definition, folks. This is eternal life. Now, here's the definition. That they might know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Isn't that something? That's the definition of eternal life. First John five eleven says, God hath given to us eternal life, and this life is in his Son, Oh, friend, Jesus is the Savior, and there's no way without him. Now, there's a big difference, big difference, between knowing about God and knowing God. Okay, now this is the key. The only way to get to know the Father is through the Son. And now the good news is the moment we believe and trust in Jesus' payment for our sin, that's the moment we receive eternal life. And what that means is we get to know him. We begin an intimate relationship with the king of the universe, with God Almighty and his son, Jesus. And our life will never be the same. We're born into his family and we become his children and he'll never leave us. And 1 John five thirteen says, These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God. Ready? So that you may know that you have eternal life. Now, friend, listen up. The bad news is that when the wrath of God is unleashed upon the earth, if you are without Christ, you will perish unto eternal damnation. You know, Jesus is the only way out, and it's going to happen. Trust me, you want eternal life now. Beware, because if you don't possess eternal life right now, and we all know that at any moment we could die unexpectedly, if you die without Christ, you will never have another opportunity. You will perish unto everlasting damnation. Oh, don't let that happen, my friend. If I'm speaking to you, please search your heart and ask yourself, who or what is keeping me from believing in Jesus right now? Do you believe that you're a righteous in God's eyes? Oh, please don't be fooled. The Bible declares all have sinned, that's you and me, and come short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23. And there's none righteous. No, not one. Romans 3.10. But the gift of God is what? It's eternal life in Jesus Christ. Romans 3.23. Now, do you want to trust Jesus as your Savior and have eternal life today? Oh, don't wait until it's too late. Now, stay right there. In just a quick moment, Pastor Gary is going to explain how you can be forgiven of sin and be saved unto everlasting life before it's too late. Okay, Pastor, back to you. Okay, and wow, that just leads us up to a great big question. You know, it was a Philippian jailer that came into Paul and Silas, 
and that jailer had a question. He says, sir, what must I do to be saved? And the, Paul and Silas just told him back, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Oh, dear friend, this is what it's all about. It's about believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. Have you admitted you're a sinner? Do you believe that Jesus died and was buried and rose again for your salvation? Well, why don't you pray and confess him right now? It's as simple as what the the, the sinner prayed when he prayed at the altar. He said, oh, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Would you pray this simple prayer today if you've never done this before? Oh, God in heaven, I do know that I am a sinner, but I believe that Jesus died for my sin on the cross. He was buried and rose again the third day, and I believe that he's coming back. And today, Lord, I place my total faith and trust in Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Lord, thank you for saving me. I confess you as my Lord and Savior today. In Jesus' name I pray. Oh, dear friend, if you prayed to receive Christ today as your Savior, text us at 941-952-8797. And you say, well, I'm already a believer, but I have a prayer request today. Text us, dear friend, 941-952-8797. And this is what we're all about here today. We're about Jesus being Lord and Savior and following him and trusting him and growing in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. Yes, this is Faith Answers, and if you have questions, God has answers, and you can always text us your questions as well. Well, this is all we have time for today on our broadcast. We're so glad you tuned in on behalf of Lindy Rosenbaum and myself today. We want to just wish you a very blessed day. And listen, next week is your homework assignment to tune in because we're going to talk more about John chapter 2. Oh, some great things happening there, and you don't want to miss it. Invite a friend to listen with you. Again, we're on at Saturday at 12 noon and Sunday at 11 a.m., and I hear sometimes we're on at 6 a.m. on Sunday morning as well. But on behalf of our, our, our team here, Lindy and myself, we do want to wish you a very blessed and wonderful day. You've been listening to Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy. Faith Answers is a listener-supported program. Your generous gifts are needed to help meet the goals of providing solid Bible-based teaching that will strengthen the walk of those already following Jesus and through the power of the Holy Spirit, draw others into a saving relationship with Him. You can help support the Faith Answers radio ministry by visiting mycobc.com. That's mycobc.com. Or mailing your gift to Faith Answers CO Colonial Oaks Baptist Church, 6901 B Ridge Road, Sarasota, Florida, 34241. You can call Pastor Gary Roy at 941-377-2737. Your support is a true blessing to Pastor Gary Roy and the Faith Answers Radio Ministry. Bill Bunkley here for my friends at EDI Travel. If you're a pastor of a church or a leader of an organization who has ever dreamed about leading a trip to the Holy Land, be sure to consult with the professionals at EDI Travel, just named again for the third year in a row, the very best Holy Land tour company by TripAdvisor. 
EDI Travel will start with what your group wants to see and customize your own very special tour. All-inclusive tour packages are EDI's specialty. The price for your trip covers everything. Flights, ground transportation, accommodations, tax, tips, and admissions, leaving you and your group with no surprises. Whether your group is first-time or returning travelers, they are the professionals who will make the experience great for everyone. Set your sights on Jerusalem, Nazareth, Bethlehem, the Sea of Galilee, the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225. How would you like to walk in the footsteps of the prophet Elijah by winning a trip for two to Israel with Pastor Robert Jeffress from Pathway to Victory? Just log on to our station website. As a bonus, when you log on, you'll also receive a free copy of the Elijah map from Pastor Jeffress that shows the incredible Holy Land journeys of the prophet and the significance of the major milestones in his life. Log on. Enter to win a free trip to Israel with Dr. Robert Jeffress at letstalkfaith.com. Weekdays at 1 p.m. Don't miss Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Come on, joy! When you follow various trials and testing, for the testing of your faith produces patience. And let patience have its perfect work that you might be complete and perfect and lacking nothing. Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. When fighting for what you believe in, there can be consequences. Dad. Something happened. But sometimes, it takes a fall to know where you stand. I don't care if you're an MMA fighter. You're my son, Benjamin. You are my son, and I love you. I love you too, Dad. The Favorite. Rated PG-13. Held over in local theaters. For locations and times, go to thefavoritemovie.com. You could win a trip for two to Israel with Pastor Robert Jeffress from Pathway to Victory just by logging on to our station website. Win the experience of a lifetime. You will create memories that will last a lifetime. As a bonus, when you log on, you'll also receive a free copy of the Elijah map from Pastor Jeffress that shows the incredible Holy Land journeys of the prophet Elijah. Log on. Enter to win a free trip to Israel with Dr. Robert Jeffress at letstalkfaith.com. Looking to further your career as an electrician? Don't do it yourself. Team up with Mr. Sparky instead. We offer electricians of all levels great perks that you just won't get going in alone, like health, dental, and vision, and paid time off. So apply today and turn your dream job into a reality. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888-8-SPARKY. Terms and conditions may apply. Call for details. Independently owned and operated. Licensed in the respective state or county. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. GOP leaders have accepted a proposal to delay the Kavanaugh confirmation vote by a week while the FBI conducts an investigation into existing misconduct allegations. It was a proposal to win support from a critical swing vote, Arizona's Jeff Flake. We can... Uh, have a short pause and and make sure that the FBI can investigate. Flake hoping to heal some political rancor. Democrats who have been, I think, justifiably uncomfortable moving ahead 
could publicly, in an effort to bring this country together, um, say that we would feel better. I'm not expecting them to vote yes, but not to complain that an FBI investigation has not occurred. Leaders have agreed to delay the final vote pending the probe. Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines. On Wall Street, the up by 18 points. The Nasdaq rose for the S&P unchanged. This is SRN News. CBS premieres Sunday after 60 Minutes. What if you got a friend request? What? From God. A few days ago, I was friended by someone calling themselves God. Miles Finer thought he had all the answers. The thing is, I don't believe in God. Now, he'll discover helping others. Are you okay? Is the best way to find the truth. I think you just saved my life. God Friended Me. Series premiere followed by the season premiere of NCIS Los Angeles. CBS Sunday. One couple says that their daughter was banned from reading the Bible at teacher school. teacher humiliates a fifth grader for reading the Bible during the free reading. But the seventh grader says his teacher told him it wasn't allowed. Are you tired of hearing these kinds of news reports? Students are being told they can't read the Bible during free time, but they do have that right. That's why Focus on the Family is sponsoring Bring Your Bible to School Day on October 4th. On this day, thousands of students will celebrate religious freedom by bringing their Bibles to school. Visit bringyourbible.org to learn more. Weekday mornings at 9. Don't miss Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. The good news is that Jesus Christ, God's Son, came to us when we could not come to God. And He gave Himself. He offered Himself up on the cross for our sins. Praise God for that. Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. Weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Sometimes choosing between two politicians feels like choosing the lesser of two evils. Well, this year, you're on the ballot because Amendment 3 is on the ballot. Amendment 3 puts voters in charge of casino gambling in Florida. Not politicians, not lobbyists, you. Amendment 3 is different from most amendments. It wasn't put there by politicians or lobbyists. Amendment 3 was put there by voters for voters. A million Floridians. Like me. And me. Sign petitions to put Amendment 3 on the ballot. To do just one thing. Give the people. Not the politicians. The final say on casino gambling. The ballot's complicated, but Amendment 3 is simple. Vote yes to put voters in charge. Vote yes on three for you and me. Paid political advertisement paid for by voters in charge. P.O. Box 1991, Orlando, Florida, 32802. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com and join her every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. One couple says that their daughter was banned from reading the Bible at teacher school. teacher humiliates a fifth grader for reading the Bible during the free reading. But the seventh grader says his teacher told him it wasn't allowed. Are you tired of hearing these kinds of news reports? Students are being told they can't read the Bible during free time, but they do have that right. That's why Focus on the Family is sponsoring Bring Your Bible to School Day on October 4th. On this day, thousands of students will celebrate religious freedom by bringing their Bibles to school. Visit bringyourbible.org to learn more. 
This hour is brought to you by EDI Travel. Welcome to the 5 o'clock hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. I'm Bill Carl. Today we're featuring some of the ministries that make a big impact here in the Tampa Bay community and are a vital part of the family here at Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Dr. Joe Mo Cousins is the pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview and the host of Fresh Wind Radio, airing Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. here on Faith Talk. You can also listen online at letstalkfaith.com. Love First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Joe Mo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. We are not to judge people. We are to be fruit inspectors. I'm not judging you, brother. I'm just judging your fruit. And every fruit I got from you is late or nasty or rude, whatever that is. Look at your neighbor and say, what, what kind of fruit are you giving off? We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. God is doing I'm going to leave that alone. Y'all got really quiet right there. Uh, so, we are not to judge people. We are to be fruit inspectors. I'm not judging you, brother. I'm just judging your fruit. And every fruit I got from you is late or nasty or rude, whatever that is. Look at your neighbor and say, what, what kind of fruit are you giving off? Look at your neighbor and say, what, what, what kind of fruit is he talking about you? Hallelujah. Raise your hand if you know somebody around you that's late sometimes. I ain't saying it was you. I just said somebody real close to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hallelujah. <laughs> so let's talk about fruit. If we're going to be fruit inspectors, let's talk about what fruit is. This is from Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5. But the fruit of the Holy Spirit, now this is critical. The work which his presence within you accomplishes. So, you will not produce this kind of fruit without God. You need God in you to help you with this. Look what it says. Love. Love is defined as unselfish concern for others. Without Christ, you're not going to have it because you're going to be about you. You and your business. Joy, gladness, peace, patience. Listen to this, y'all. Patience is not the ability to wait. Patience is how you act while you wait. Patience is not the ability to wait. Patience is how your face look while you wait. Patience is not waiting. Patience is your posture while you wait. Uh, Raise your hand if you know somebody close to you that their face changes when they're waiting. Raise your hand. You don't have to say a word. It's written all over your face. So, So patience is not just 
me waiting. Patience is how I act while I wait. Can, can you be still and just allow God to work it out for you? <laughs> oh, Jesus, even tempered, forbearance, kindness, goodness, benevolence, faithfulness, gentleness, meekness. Now, meekness does not mean weakness. Weakness means a wild horse that can control itself. So meek and weak are not the same thing. Meek means I could bust you in the mouth, but I choose not to. Please don't touch me. Because <laughs> you may have a... <laughs> so, so people often uh, confuse or interchange meek and weak. No, no. Meek means I got you, but I'm just not going to touch you today. <laughs> but if you let me... There's a difference. Humility, self-control, self-restraint, continence. Look at the name and say, is he talking to you? <sighs> On yesterday, we, we had a funeral, and I appreciate all of y'all who helped out. And then after the funeral, I, I took some, uh, we went out to eat, and uh, I had, had lunch with some pastors. And uh, before you know it, it was time to go for the uh, for the we- uh, we wedding, and uh, one of the members rented uh, the Starship Cruise Line, right? So we were out of Clear Channel, and my wife and I were going to go do this wedding. And uh, so uh, me being the official, I-, I have to be on what? So they so I-, I don't believe invitations. So they sent me an invitation. They say, Pastor, you have to be here by this time. I said, well, praise the Lord. I appreciate that. I called the cruise ship. I said, what time is the ship leaving? No, no, I, I, I appreciate your invitation, and I appreciate your information, but I'm going to call for my shelf, because, see, I've been there on the boat dock in the <laughs> I have this statement, and my wife says, I hate when you say it. I double, triple confirm. I confirm and confirm and confirm. I said, because, see, the one thing I realized, I can't recover from the boat gone. So I'd rather be anal and double and triple and triple check. Because, see, I can, once it's gone or the flight's left, you can't control, it's over with. So I'd rather be on it. So he's like, boy, that Joe, he doubled you. Yes, I do. Because, see, when I used to travel, travel around the country and one speaking engagement would be $40,000, you double, triple confirm too. Be the extra early. Amen. So, so with that, I try to always be overprepared. So I call, and the lady says, sir, are the board, boat, the board, the board, boat, the boat boards at 5. It leaves at 5.30. I said, okay, praise the Lord. I said, babe, we're good. So I pull up to the gate about 5.05. Uh, and the young boy says, I says, are you here for the wedding? I said, yes, sir. He says, well, the ship has just left. They changed the time. So, you know, at that moment, all these emotions are going through you, right? And then my helpmate said, Jomar, are you sure? And, and she was just being cool, but, you know, you know, sometimes you just don't want to hear nothing. You don't, you don't, you don't want to hear nothing. Now, she wasn't being bro- Then she asked, 
you have the number to call? I said, I said, babe, please don't talk to me. Because, you know, I can't. Calling and telling them I'm here is not changing the boat. The boat ain't coming back, man. I lost something. I said, you know what? Well, they got yachts over there. I can go get a yacht and maybe drive next to it and jump. You know, <laughs> I'm one of them no-limit soldiers, y'all. I'm trying to make a way. I said, golly, gosh, don't oh, God. So I'm killing them. You know, I'm just beating myself. So then we turn because, you know, why pay $25 for parking if the ship gone? If I got to give a refund anyway, might as well take it back to 25. So, so, so I, I said, so I, I went on the side street and I parked there. I said, let me think. I said, I said, I mean, of course, my wife looking at me. I'm like, I said, you know, because, you know, I don't fumble balls like this. This, this, is, this is like a, this is a catastrophe. This is, I said, okay, Lord. I said, okay. I parked the car on the street. I said, I'm going to go talk to Starship because I called these folk. To, to verify this situation. So I go over there. I, I said, um, I called about the ship leaving, and at a certain time, they told me this. They're like, uh, which one are you talking about? I said, uh, this blah, blah, blah wedding. They said, oh, no, this is your ship right here. He says, I don't know what he was saying. when you want to reach out and touch somebody. <laughs> I, said, I said, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, okay, you know what? Lord, you are good. Your mercy endures forever, Lord. And so I got in the car. I said, baby, she said, I can't believe he told you that. I said, I said you know what, baby? We're just going to let this ride. We're going to pay our $25. We're going to park the car. We're going to keep it moving. We're not going to say nothing to the little boy right there. He's about 21 years old. <clears throat> he don't. I, and you know what revelation hit me? So many of you don't check the source. You let the parking attendant tell you your ship left. You got some girlfriends telling you some foolishness. You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. In the meantime, we wanted to let you know that you can hear our current series and many others by logging on to our website at freshwindradio.com. For your gift today of any amount, Dr. Cousins would love to send you his current teaching series entitled How to Hear God. This nine-part series unlocks the secrets to experiencing God's voice in fresh new ways, and it can be yours today. Simply log on to our website at freshwindradio.com and click the Donate tab. All of us at Freshwind want to thank you for continuing to give to this listener-supported radio broadcast. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. 
Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. You got some friends pouring some poison in your marriage, and you sit there and listen to them, and, and they got nobody. And now you mess up what you have. Listen to the parking attendant. Look at the neighbor's neighbor. Check the source. Man. One sister said, Pastor, I don't go to church no more. I said, why? Well, my daddy said, all pastors thieves. I said, okay, cool, cool, cool. I receive, I receive. I said, well, uh, sister, have you ever had food poisoning from a restaurant? Yeah, Pastor, every now and then. Get some bad food, bad. I said, yeah. Did you stop eating? (laughs) No, Pastor, we got to eat. Oh, you you, you have to eat? (laughs) Just like you need to eat. You... (laughs) Jesus says, my food is the will of my father. I said, so, so now you, you're not going to do anything for God because one person made a mistake. I said, but you don't do that with your food. We all had that situation where your stomach started talking. Yeah, your stomach started talking. It's a misunderstanding. <laughs> but you don't stop eating, do you? You go to the toilet to fix that situation. He's like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to let you rest for about 24, 48 hours. <laughs> but after that time, you want some more what? But it's amazing to me how we can cast God aside because one person made a mistake. It wasn't God. It was the person that was in that position at that time. But it's just an excuse. It's just an excuse. Because you just don't want to do it anyway. That's cool. But don't lie. My God. I said, man, how many people missed their boat because you let somebody on the sideline talk you out of what God called you to? Check the source. Man, we got in the boat. I said, my God. And the lady in the boat says, a, lot, a few people had turned around and went home. Because they heard what he said. And so many people allow the wrong person to speak into your life and take you off course. And you thought they were your friend. Friends. How many of us have them? Friends. Let's be. I know y'all didn't know Jesus for real. Y'all just came right out of the club. All you need is a members-only jacket now. <laughs> Y'all know about that. I might, young folk don't know about that jacket. Young folk, y'all don't know about members-only, praise God. Y'all don't know about service merchandise. Some of y'all young folk, y'all don't know about that kind of stuff. This this, this for the older folk. I can't even believe I'm calling myself older folk, but that's all good. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Everyone say, check the source. 
So many times miss, people miss there because, see, they allow someone else's friend who does not like you. So now you can't receive from them because of their experience. Check the source for yourself because you will miss God listening to people. Oh, Jesus. So that's, so that's good fruit. Let's look at the bad fruit. Mm-hmm. Now, doing the things of practices, everyone say practice. You just don't do it every now and then. It's your practice. The flesh are clear, obvious. They are immorality, impurity, indecency, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, anger, ill temper, selfishness, division, dissension, party spirit, factions, sex, with, uh, and that's sex. I'm going to leave it alone. Peculiar opinions. Harrison, now, now, now let me listen. <coughs> I'll break this down for y'all. Ooh, sensuality is total irresponsibility, lack of self-control. Look what the Message Bible says. I like how the Message Bible breaks this thing down. Praise the Lord. It's obvious what kind of life develops out of trying to get your own way all the time. Repetitive, lonely, loveless, cheap sex, a stinking accumulation of mental and emotional garbage, frenzied and joyless grabs for happiness, trinket gods, magic show religion, paranoid loneliness, cutthroat competition, all-consuming, never-satisfied wants. You will never fulfill the whole God put in your heart for him. So you use drugs, sex, you chase after things trying to feel full, and the only thing to fill you up is him. A brutal temper, oh Jesus, an impotence to love and to be loved. You people can't even love on you. Wrong fruit. Divided homes, divided lives, small-minded and lopsided pursuits. The vicious habit of depersonalizing everyone, everyone your enemy. Come on, man, everybody. Come on, the only common denominator with everybody you hate is you. Everybody can't not like you. My God. I had this dude, he was so paranoid. Went to the football game. He, he understands. He looked down the huddle and he said, man, look, they talking about me. <laughs> Come on, man. Get over yourself, man. You, you ain't that important. Glory, to, they try to live their own life. But everyone's against you. Depersonalizing everyone into a rival. Uncontrolled and uncontrollable addictions. Ugly paradise of communion. I could go on. This isn't the first time I have warned you. If you use your freedom this way, you will not inherit the kingdom. Look at your neighbor and say, I don't know who he's talking to. But boy, oh boy. He went on, he went in on them right there. I don't know who he's talking to, though. I know he ain't talking to me. Listen to this, family. <laughs> you have to change before your situation changes. Y'all know my favorite change begins with you, but listen to me. You will have to change before your situation changes. So stop waiting for your situation to change if you're not willing to change. For if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always gotten. We went to Cheesecake for lunch yesterday. I got the calamari, which I usually get. 
My wife gets miso salmon, and we go home with some strawberry lemonade. Then after that, as soon as we got finished with that, we were on a cruise ship. It's a buffet. I said, Lord Jesus. And they had salmon, and they had steak, and they had this and that, and they have every dessert in the world. So before I left the house, I was 247.4. I'm like, <laughs> I weigh myself every day. And I said, okay, well, I have had a disastrous day. But before I left, I did 20 minutes of cardio. I got home at about 11, and I did an hour of cardio. And I got on the scale, and I said, 247.6. I said, praise the Lord. So what do you, now, here's Joe Mo's diet plan. Burn more than you eat. Period. I can eat whatever I want. When I look at the calorie, okay, that's 4,000 calories for this whole day. That means I need to be able to burn 4,001. And when you start doing that, you change. Because when you realize you can do an hour of cardio and it's 300 calories, See, I mean, I got to do just to, so then all of a sudden I start looking at everything. Okay, honey bun, 800 calories. That's, that's five hours of cardio. I, I can't do that. <laughs> no, if you start looking at it like that, oh, 200, I receive. So I said, look, so I eat whatever I want. But as long as I do one calorie more than I ate, and you can eat whatever you want all day long. But just understand the price of it. So I got up this morning. I was 246 and change. I said, baller. My wife bought me some egg whites for breakfast. She said, Jumbo's 200 calories. Baller. Then I'm having some salmon for lunch. And I might have something sweet. Amen. But I know when I go home after three services, I'm going to get it right. My wife knows I'll go home, take my clothes off, and get right on my machine after church to get it in. And then I'll take a shower and I start working on my sermon and I'll do it every, she's like, you're like a dang robot. I said, that's who I am. I am a disciple. A disciple means I am a disciplined one. I got goals. God told me I'm preaching at 75. That means I got 30 something years. I got to keep it right. So I'm going to work on me. Praise. Now listen, it is discipline and it sucks. It sucks. It, this, it sucks. It. Charmaine and I was tired last night. Because we started with baptism in the morning. We have baptism at 8. Men's meeting at 9. Uh, Miss Diane's, the family's funeral at 11.30. After 11.30, taking people to lunch, blah, blah, blah. Then go on a cruise ship. I wanted to just do, do the wedding because the wedding is the beginning of the cruise, the wedding. I said, now I got to sit here for four more hours. I wish I could have like a side boat. I paid $500 right now. Let's get me up off this thing. A little ding on the side. They should have a little escape tap. Let's get a jump. I would jump on that thing. I said, uh, you, do, you, I asked, do you have a side room somewhere in here? I could take a nap. No, you have to sit right here. I said, okay, praise God. Got off 9 o'clock. Shot me in the car sleep. I said, baby, we got to go back tomorrow and pick up her, her car. She's like, oh, Lord. Get home 11 o'clock. And I take my clothes off and go straight to the machine. 30 minutes elliptical, 30 minutes on treadmill. Take a shower, pop my computer on, look at my sermon again. Then as soon as you pop it up, it's 12 o'clock. Then you say to yourself, it ain't 12 o'clock, it's 1 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> that hour gone, bro. <laughs> I said, okay, I got five hours. I said, well, no cardio in the morning because brother hurting right now. So I didn't do no cardio. I said, so with no cardio, that means I got to change my diet for the day. 
and I just made it a daily discipline. And if you make it a daily discipline, it gets easier. Now, I'm not saying it's ever easy. But listen to this. <laughs> you have two fights in your life. The fight of doing it or the fight of not doing it. You have two pains. The pain of doing it and the pain of not doing it. Either way, it's pain. Amen? Real talk. Because when I was in the hospital, and I said, man, I don't want to be here again. And, and, and they gave me juice for like eight days. I said, man, I want some food, man. I can't do this. And they said, Jomo, you're 247. At two, no, he says, you have to stay below 247. After that, you're pre-diabetic. I said, no, no, no. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio. Bill Bunkley here for my friends at EDI Travel. If you're a pastor of a church or a leader of an organization who has ever dreamed about leading a trip to the Holy Land, be sure to consult with the professionals at EDI Travel, just named again for the third year in a row, the very best Holy Land tour company by TripAdvisor. EDI Travel will start with what your group wants to see and customize your own very special tour. All-inclusive tour packages are EDI's specialty. The price for your trip covers everything. Flights, ground transportation, accommodations, tax, tips, and admissions, leaving you and your group with no surprises. Whether your group is first-time or returning travelers, they are the professionals who will make the experience great for everyone. Set your sights on Jerusalem, Nazareth, Bethlehem, the Sea of Galilee, the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225. Your favorite Tampa Bay sports talk show, the Pick and Roll Show with the Mayor, the Sports Socialist, and Pillsbury is on the move. Yes, we're still broadcasting on Faith Talk, but we will be changing our airtime to 7 to 8 a.m. on Saturday morning. Still the same great show, just at a fresh new time. That's right. Wake up with us on Saturday mornings as we continue to bring you a faith-based sports show safe for the entire family. Saturday mornings at 7 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. CBS premieres Sunday after 60 minutes. What if you got a friend request? What? From God. A few days ago, I was friended by someone calling themselves God. Miles Finer thought he had all the answers. The thing is, I don't believe in God. Now, he'll discover helping others. Are you okay? Is the best way to find the truth. I think you just saved my life. God Friended Me. Series premiere followed by the season premiere of NCIS Los Angeles. CBS Sunday. 
Sunday mornings at 9.30. Don't miss Unfiltered Radio with Bryant Golden, lead pastor of Center Point Church in Val Rico. Pastor Bryant gets to the core of Jesus' actual teachings and what they mean to those who've followed Christ for years and to those still searching. There is freedom, forgiveness, and purpose in Jesus Christ. Listen every Sunday morning at 9.30 for Unfiltered Radio on Faith Talk AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. When fighting for what you believe in, there can be consequences. Dad, something happened. But sometimes, it takes a fall to know where you stand. I don't care if you're an MMA fighter. You're my son, Benjamin. You are my son, and I love you. I love you too, Dad. The Favorite. Rated PG-13. Held over in local theaters. For locations and times, go to thefavoritemovie.com. I'm Bill Carl. You're listening to Faith Talk 570-910 FM 102.1. As this afternoon, we highlight ministries and ministry partners making an impact for the kingdom of God. Coming up next, we're going to learn more about the tremendous work being done by Save the Children. In our area, there is a, a drought. We have a really shortage of water. We can prevent all that suffering, but the time is critical. Every day, I walk five to eight hours to fetch water. Welcome to the Save the Children radio special. In the next few minutes, we'll spend together. We're going to open your eyes to see something most of the world doesn't even know is happening. We'll make your world bigger and smaller all at the same time. That might seem a little confusing, but it's really about taking you to a place very far away to meet people who really aren't very different from you and me. They work hard. They love their children. And what they really want is to be able to provide for them, care for them, and keep them well and happy. The difference between them and us Right now, their children's lives are at risk. We'll take you to Africa, to a place that really bears very little resemblance to America. Everything I found there is certainly very different from my day-to-day experience here. And we'll introduce you to some people who, in the face of very difficult circumstances, are doing remarkable things. And we'll tell you how you can be a part of amazing work that is going on in poor areas around the world every day. We'll take you inside what Save the Children is doing, and you'll want to join us. Once you know these people, once you hear their stories, it'll be impossible for you to forget. I'm Scott Wilder. And I'm Lauren Lintner. We're about to tell you stories of amazing courage and great opportunity. While some of what you hear will sound desperate, it's all really just an incredible chance for you to make a difference. There is a solution. It's what Save the Children is doing. There's a way for you to help, and it's so easy. Around the world, children are dying from treatable and preventable causes, like malnutrition and lack of basic clean water. It can seem overwhelming. Facing these challenges head-on is what Save the Children does so well, and it's a great pleasure to share with you how you can make a difference today to give them a future and a hope. 
For many, if not all of us, Save the Children is a name we've known all of our lives. That's because we've been investing in the lives of children since 1919. In the earliest days, that meant caring for children in war-ravaged Central Europe. Soon, Save the Children was providing clothing, school supplies, and hot lunches to children in need in the United States and teaching families to plant vegetable gardens, giving them a means not only to feed themselves, but to earn an income vital to their survival in the future. Today, the reach of Save the Children has expanded into 120 countries all over the world, where every day we're doing exactly what our name says we do, saving children's lives. And when children are in crisis, Save the Children is working to meet children's unique health education, and protection needs. While no one knows when the next earthquake, flood, or tsunami will strike, we do know children are severely affected by natural disasters. That's why Save the Children is prepared to help protect vulnerable boys and girls during crises, disasters, and their aftermath. If you're a parent, think of what you want to give your own children. You wouldn't dream of giving them any less than the healthiest start you can imagine. You save for the best education you can provide, and you know that you'd give your own life to protect your child in a crisis. Save the Children believes that every child is entitled to a healthy start, the opportunity to learn, and protection from harm, the best chance now for a bright future, and you can help provide that. Even now, at the beginning of our time together, as we talk about the needs in places like Ethiopia and East Africa, you might be prompted to want to do something. And we don't want to waste any time in telling you that every little bit you do makes a world of difference to the people we'll be telling you about. While there's so much more that Save the Children does than we can tell you about during our few minutes together, we're going to introduce you to a vital, life-saving opportunity for you to make a difference. More on that in a few minutes. But in the meantime, you don't need to wait another second to be the difference between life and death for a child. Because today, every dollar you give to save the children will immediately go to work and can provide life-saving nutrition for children who are suffering and struggling just to survive. We have so much more to share with you, so I'm going to ask you to take this number down, 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. You can give online at savechildrentoday.org. Because when you change the life of a child, you change the world. Stay with us. We want you to hear some examples of the life-changing work of Save the Children all over the world and how you can make a difference for life. For most of us, it's hard to even look at. We've all seen images of a hungry child. She can barely move because that hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this. It's severe acute malnutrition. Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now. But they can't do it without you. Your $60 gift to Save the Children can provide the emergency nutrition needed to bring a child back from the verge of death. Will you give the gift of life to a child today? Even a little that you can give will make a huge difference. Please call now. 888-884-4836, 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. 
or give online at SaveChildrenToday.org. That's SaveChildrenToday.org. This is the worst drought in Ethiopia uh, in 50 years, uh, according to the rainfall. And what's happened is that we've seen rainfall in different parts of the country all failing, one on top of the other. And so that's the bad news. Uh, the good news is that unlike 1984, when there was a big famine, now we have all the systems in place and the government leadership uh, to make sure that this drought does not lead to human suffering, especially to child suffering. Um, and to minimize that. And it's a, it would be just a, a terrible to think that we still have to wait until the children are suffering before we help them out. And we can prevent all that suffering, especially if we get the resources in the next few months. But the time is critical. When the worst drought in 50 years hits Ethiopia, you can imagine the impact is devastating. It affects children, families, livestock, and crops. And when we hear about a drought, it's common to think first, or maybe only, about water, the lack of water. And that makes sense, of course, because it's the very definition of a drought. But it's actually so much more than that. When there's a lack of rainfall, the impact has a multiplying effect. In addition to a lack of water for drinking, a drought means there is no water for crops or for livestock. Think about what that means. With their crops as a source of food and a source of income through sales at the market, the ability to feed and care for a family is greatly impacted when they fail. Likewise for livestock. When a family has no water for their livestock or crops to feed the livestock, the animals can't grow like they should. Their value is greatly diminished and will likely not yield them very much at market at all, assuming others in similar circumstances can even afford to purchase anything. What a desperate situation to be in. Let us tell you about Weiris. When Weiris noticed that her young son, Dahir, had become weak and was having difficulty breathing, she took him to Save the Children's Stabilization Center at Barama Hospital in Somaliland. She knew why he was sick. Last year, Weiris's husband, a metal worker, was making enough money to feed and care for his family. They ate three meals a day, meals that were rich in protein, with milk and the things young children need to thrive. But as crops failed and food prices increased beyond their ability to pay, three meals a day became just one. And because Weiris herself was not eating well, she was unable to breastfeed Dahir as she had before. She couldn't even supplement with cow's milk because the drought has taken its toll on the livestock. But when Dahir got too weak to eat the little his mother was able to offer, all of her concern turned to getting him the treatment he needed. Dahir's mother and father fear starvation. They're afraid their young son will starve to death. Weiris says, I'm feeling demoralized because we have no money to buy food. Can you even imagine that? She's afraid her child will die and there's nothing she can do. She can't provide the most basic of necessities for her child. For those of us who have children, we may have thought from time to time that we've let them down or, or haven't been what we needed to be for them. But to know their life is hanging in the balance and there's nothing you can do, that's something most of us will never have to face. What must that feel like? 
You can make a difference with Save the Children to address this crisis and many others like it around the world. So you can see, while a drought might begin with a lack of water, the real impact quickly becomes a nutrition issue for what many would consider the least of these, or those who are most in need of our care and protection. That's always how it is, isn't it? Children are always the first to suffer, and so often they suffer in ways that we as adults can't even imagine. Today, we're going to do something about that together. With your gift, you can help mothers like Weiris and others like her around the world whose children are suffering from preventable diseases. Call right now, 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. You can give online at savechildrentoday.org. Coming up, we'll tell you about a baby boy who was dying. His life was saved at a Save the Children health post by what his grandmother called a miracle. I met a mom yesterday who had three-month-old twins, and she ran a little restaurant in her home. And she said because the rains had failed and because none of the farmers had enough grain to sell and their incomes were way down, she had no no one coming to her little restaurant to to buy food. And she said her two three-month-old twins, she was having trouble feeding the twins because she didn't have enough to eat and she couldn't produce enough milk to feed, feed these babies. So you see the impact is no matter which family you sat down and talked with, um, you see the impact from, from the lack of rain. That's Carolyn Miles, CEO of Save the Children U.S., just after returning from drought-affected areas of Ethiopia. As you've already heard, a drought is so much more than just a water issue. It affects people in so many ways, including their ability to earn money for food. Before we continue, one important definition, plumpy nut. It's kind of a funny name, but person after person we talked to actually called it something else. They call it a miracle. So what is plumpy nut? It's a peanut-based paste. Technically, it's known as a ready-to-use therapeutic food. But don't get bogged down in the description. The best description is the one that is used by the mothers whose children it's saved. To them, it's a miracle. One more thing about Plumpy Nut. It's about the consistency of Nutella. In fact, interestingly, it was Nutella that was the inspiration for this life-saving food. But the most important thing about Plumpy Nut is that your gift of $60 today can provide the supply of Plumpy Nut and medicines necessary for a child suffering from severe acute malnutrition. Call 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. You can also give online at SaveChildrenToday.org. Save the Children makes sure that at health posts and clinics around the world, children suffering from severe acute malnutrition are receiving this life-saving nutrition. Just listen to the story of this woman and her grandson. I am 55 years old. I am the grandmother of a one-year-old child who is now recovering from an acute malnutrition. And I brought him to a nearby health post. After they saw him, they told me that he is severely malnutritioned 
and the health extension workers gave him some uh, plum peanuts and medicines. Now uh, he is recovering fast. Thanks for Save the Children for providing my grandson the plum peanuts that saved his life. It is a miracle. I am thankful very much. It's a transformation like you've never seen, from a lifeless child on the verge of death to a child who is gaining weight and able to eat, a healthy child, happy, the way every child should be. Just $60 can provide the plumpy nut and medicines necessary to make this transformation possible. Call right now, 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or give online at SaveChildrenToday.org. Stay with us. This is the Save the Children radio special. For most of us, it's hard to even look at. We've all seen images of a hungry child. She can barely move because that hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this. It's severe acute malnutrition. Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now. But they can't do it without you. Your $60 gift to Save the Children can provide the emergency nutrition needed to bring a child back from the verge of death. Will you give the gift of life to a child today? Even a little that you can give will make a huge difference. Please call now. 888-884-4836, 888-884-4836, that's 888-884-4836, or give online at SaveChildrenToday.org, that's SaveChildrenToday.org. Anyone who's ever been out of work Any father who's struggled to feed his family, any mother who's ever wondered where she'd find the money to pay the bills, knows what a helpless feeling this is. It's one thing to wonder where your own next meal will come from. It's another thing entirely to wonder how you'll care for your children. How will you feed them? You may never have had to consider this, but in poor areas around the world, parents just like you and me are looking for a miracle. Plumpy Nut is what's been called a miracle in a foil packet. We're using this plumpy nut in places like Ethiopia where you do have these severely malnourished kids, and it really is amazing what happens for these children. I I visited many of these centers, and a child that, you know, one day looks like really they are about to to die within a couple days is a completely different kid. And um, so that's one of the programs that we're doing in Ethiopia. Carolyn Miles on saving lives in places like Ethiopia and East Africa, places where families are facing a looming famine we've not seen in a generation. What we're talking about today is really something quite simple. There are children who are severely malnourished, and we have a chance to bring them back from the brink of death. It's true that no single one of us can fix the entire problem, but what is also true is that each of us can fix it for just one person or two or three. And while that doesn't change everything in the world, it does change the whole world for the people and families we touch. Most of us will live our entire lives without having the kinds of concerns that we're talking about today. Most of us will never experience a record-breaking drought that takes away so much more than water. 
will never know the pain of watching a child slowly succumb to hunger. And we'll never live without the many safety nets we have here, family, friends, our faith community, and government programs that make it likely help is within reach. While the people we were with in Africa have very few safety nets, they do have us. We can be that safety net for families that are desperate to save their children. We can do that, but time is critical. Here at our Save the Children Clinic at the Agui Hospital, we're treating children who are malnourished due to a devastating food crisis. Young babies have been hit especially hard. Mothers walk long distances to bring their malnourished girls and boys to our hospital. Some little ones are on the verge of death. 19-month-old Rabiu was one of those children. When he arrived, his body was so frail he couldn't swallow milk. He had severe diarrhea from dirty water. Clearly, this child was in danger, weighing little more than a newborn. Thankfully, after several medical treatments and therapeutic feeding, Rabiu's weight increased dramatically. His eyes brightened and his smile returned. The caring doctors and nurses helped save his life. Now he's back in his village and on the road to recovery, where he'll continue to receive life-saving nourishment through our outpatient feeding program. I shudder to think what would have happened had we not been there for Rabiu. Penny Crump with Save the Children. Today, you can be the safety net where the need is so great. And you can do that without having to travel to desperate or dangerous places, not really asked to sacrifice at all. Just participate. Won't you join us today? Your $60 gift to Save the Children can provide the life-saving nourishment you just heard Penny talk about for a child just like Rebu. Families are hoping and praying that you'll hear their cry and share. When you call, you can alleviate suffering for even one child, but you also give hope to an entire family. Call right now, 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. You can give online at savechildrentoday.org. For most of us, it's hard to even look at. We've all seen images of a hungry child. She can barely move because that hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this. It's severe acute malnutrition. Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now. But they can't do it without you. Your $60 gift to Save the Children can provide the emergency nutrition needed to bring a child back from the verge of death. Will you give the gift of life to a child today? Even a little that you can give will make a huge difference. Please call now, 888-884-4836, 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or give online at savechildrentoday.org. That's savechildrentoday.org. You see the impact is no matter which family you sat down and talked with, um, you see the impact from, from the lack of rain. I am the grandmother of a one-year-old child. He is severely malnutrition. We can prevent all that suffering, but the time is critical. I want to show others how people can change with a little support.
When you see what is happening right now around the world, when you see how children and families are suffering, don't be discouraged. Know that you can make a difference. For almost a hundred years in poor areas around the world, Save the Children has been changing lives, child by child, family by family. Today a child is waiting. It really all comes down to one child at a time. Won't you help just one child today? As fascinating as it is to hear about how some people live halfway around the world, wouldn't it be a shame if that's where our interests died? We can't let that happen. The opportunity is too great. We can do something about this. This is just why we're here. This is exactly what Save the Children does. But it's only possible with the help of friends like you. Don't wait another minute to join us in changing lives of children, not only in Ethiopia and East Africa, but also through all of our programs around the world. From our groundbreaking work in child survival and early education to our promise to be there for children and their families, we are profoundly changing children's lives. Our pioneering programs address the unique and complex challenges facing children here in the United States and around the world. In our short time together today, there's no way we could detail all the ways that Save the Children is striving to meet the needs of vulnerable children and their families with life-saving and life-changing programs. But what we can tell you is this. When you change the life of a child, you change the world. Would you join us today? Call 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. You can give online at SaveChildrenToday.org. This has been the Save the Children radio special. I'm Scott Weiler. And I'm Lauren Littner. Thank you for listening. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.